welcome to another exciting episode of a very spooky episode of Best of Five. It's only spooky because I'm going to use a Halloween costume in the set. I was um, going to say it's like a little early. Like, we will have an episode closer to Halloween. Do you remember one. when you were growing a beard and you said you were going to dress up as Hot Ryu? I'll be Hot Ryu. I'll be Mike Hager. I'll be whatever you want. <laughs> the <laughs> chat should vote on what they want me to be. I will I will dress as something fighting game related have you for our seen Halloween episode. This gentleman here with the mustache, the Tom Selleck. That was the mayor of Earth look. Yo, shout out to Gucci Clone for the sub. Um, tonight on the show, we're going to do a recap like we always do. We're going to spend 45 minutes on Thunderstruck alone, uh, according to Steve. We're also going to talk about a couple of developments. <laughs> you know, we thought it was going to be kind of a slow news day, um, which is why we set up a <clears throat> set between John and I. Deltron, shout outs, thank you. Uh, no chilling costumes for him. Um, but then <laughs> Capcom goes and announce reduced lag. Hey, we've heard you. Oh, you have. This was like a mind-blowing announcement to get like right before this happens, two and a half years after the game comes out. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a big one. So we'll be talking about that, um, and there's some discussion about if there are winners and losers on the roster as yeah. a result. Um, we're also going to talk about, I don't know if you heard this, but uh, Echo Fox players are dropping like flies. Uh, and at least three have been dropped. And as well from fighting as, games uh, alone, a couple correct. other uh, rosters. You mentioned have lost. was it? Uh, it wasn't Gears of War. I think the like Gears that. of War team was wow. dropped. Yeah. Now my first question there is, Gears of War has a competitive scene worth picking up players for? Although somebody might be able to say that about fighting games. <laughs> <laughs> but also Shroomed, uh, Smash player from Immortals, and a bunch of other stuff. Um, uh, we got some information about Daigo. We got some information about guest characters or new characters coming to uh, Soul Calibur Six. You might be excited to hear about that. Skullgirls Two, Southeast Asia Major coming up, and then we'll have a preview of that. Um, you know, I was gonna prepare a very uh, elaborate uh, breakdown of Windjammers. I asked these official Twitter handles for Southeast Asia Majors to give me who to look out for. They said Leslie. Um, that's that, that. That's the preview. Have you even introduced our <laughs> compatriots yet? This is Mike. I'm a friend. Joining us as they do every week via Skype is John Velociraptor Guerrero. He writes for EventHubs.com and he also does a fantastic podcast, most recently with Mike Burley Legs Begum. It's a good one. You should go check it out. Oh, did you listen to that one too? Of course I did. You've listened to two of them now? Well, two and a half, because I listened to one of your early ones too. Thanks, man. <clears throat> um, and we also have Steve, Ace King Offsuit. Some people just call him Ace. He writes for the Tekken World Tour. He also makes... He does finger guns. He does finger guns, <laughs> although it was kind of like a finger guns into a... Sure, why not? Let me give you a second pass at the finger guns, please. They're not... Uh, how about the finger guns here? Is that Wu-Tang with Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen Full in house. there? Full House? No, it, it, it is just your daily reminder that Wu-Tang Clan is for the children. <laughs> Thank you for the daily reminder. Um, Ace also, Ace, as he's known to his friends, um, also makes great schedules for all your events on the weekend. If you're looking for, hey, when's that game I want to watch going to be on? You know, people used to ask, when's Marvel? He'd be the one to answer that question. Shouts to Please No Bully um, for the sub. Now, I have bad news, guys. Uh, there's not a single clap gift today because that HDMI input is being used. <laughs> for this, for the PS4, because we have a set coming up. All right, gentlemen, I'm how's uh? My, before my we got, we oh, we go got, ahead. we got to give a shout out to Die by as by Sword, who's been uh, 
Make wow. it a rain uh, subscriptions here, as well as uh, Beats by Noel Brown. They are, if I if I uh, see this correctly, the first two members of the One Year Club. Wow! So it's officially been a year since we've had a sub button. Hey, yes. how about that? Yo, shoutouts, guys. Thank Appreciate you to it. you too. Uh, let me make sure I signed in so that I can say thank you to them. Yeah, and Die by Swords just gifting subs away. You know, be careful. Careful. Yeah. yeah, be careful. You can't give one to the wrong person. Yeah, um, you can. <laughs> Elon, speaking of Dying by Swords, can you remind me what that intro uh, monologue is for Soul Calibur? Uh, you just have to go back into the okay. archives of last week and find out. Okay, right on. Uh, I recommend everybody else do that as well. Um, <laughs> we get pre-roll ads on that. <laughs> if you go back and watch it. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, where are we starting? You want to go to the recap? Me, compadre, Elon, uh, I know I had you uh, hooking everything up in here. Are you set up and ready to go? All right. Elon does a lot behind the scenes, and uh, we're very grateful. Thank you, Elon. All right. So go ahead. I will try and keep it in order, uh, make it easy on our, on our man, Elon. Uh, starting with TXT down in Columbia. It was the master event of the Tekken World Tour this weekend. And the flag up top, a familiar one if you've been following TXT. Abel Del Maestro taking it over Run It Black. Uh, Abel Del Maestro, between him, Sapito, and Crespo, all three Peruvian players, they have won every single edition of TXT, uh, which is impressive because uh, Saints been down there. Uh, you had some strong U.S. players last year. You had strong U.S. players this year, including Run It Black, who's been on a tear. Fergus, who's been on a tear. Dimeback, who's desperate for some uh, TWT points. Uh, but Abel doing his thing, getting the win. Uh, not quite enough to get him into qualifying position. He still has to go to one of the last three events. Uh, if we take a look wait, at wait, the global... Before we move on. Do you know what Sapito means? Uh, my Spanish is not that great, but I, I'm guessing yours is. It means little frog. It's not. It means little frog. See, you can say whatever you want, and no, I don't no, have no, the I'm knowledge to It means little frog. I'm here to educate. Do you know, but are you ready? Do you know what Misterio means? Uh, it means short guy from San Diego who does the 619. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's not a... Ray Misterio Jr., is that, is that what that was a reference to? I'm just stabbing the yes, dice. Yes, right. that, that, was a, that was a Ray Mysterio Jr. reference. Uh, if we take a look <laughs> at the global standings, uh, you see Run It Black almost in qualifying position, just 23 points behind Sake and Super Kuma for the, those final spots. Dimeback a little bit farther back, and then Abel Del Maestro in that three-way tie for 22nd. Uh, Speed Kick's the only one, as of right now, expected to attend any of the last three events, so he's going to be the guy to watch uh, out of that little group. Thank you, Alon, uh, for enhancing... Uh... Steve's graphics, by the way. They, I I can't even see what that says. I'll I'll go back and be mad later. Mm -hmm. uh, turning our attention to the Capcom Pro Tour, there were two events this weekend. The first one was an online event uh, for Eastern North America, and that one was taken by Knuckledoo. We took it over IDOM in the grand finals. Canada showing that they're part of North America as well. Uh, Sabor getting top three. Uh, and then my boy Mojo getting another CPT point. <clears throat> Represent Minnesota. 
Uh, look, <laughs> looking at the North American standings, we still got three events to go uh, in North America, uh, at, at least in the ranking department. Justin and Knuckledew have clinched spots in the North American final. The other six still to play for. Toy, uh, very strong position, as is Nephew and Punk, but a lot can change over the last few events. Steve, I have a question. Yes. <laughs> Why is there a yellow FOX in front of Punk's name? Ooh. Ooh. Answer that, Steve. Damn, got him. <laughs> <laughs> because I ain't remaking all of my graphics I, I have like one hour between when I get home from work on Tuesdays and when this show starts. And, and I, I don't have, I, I, I'll say this, every event he has represented or he has attended up to now, he has represented Echo Fox. Die by Sword is out here putting every dollar he has into this show <laughs> and we're not giving it back. I'm sorry, man. I feel like we've, we, we deserve to die by the sword. All right, anyways, continue. Yeah, uh, depression rules. Uh, moving on uh, to the other event this weekend, Thunderstruck down in Mexico. Uh, <clears throat> part of the uh, Monterrey, correct? Monterrey, Nuevo León. I cannot say it with that accent. Uh, and here we go again. <laughs> Punk with a big win uh, over JB in the grand final. Getting that... Uh, you know, he's been getting into his groove now. You know, everyone was like, oh, Punk's done. Punk's overrated. He's washed up. Guess what? He's right back in the hunt. Uh, he is right in uh, qualifying position now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Die by sword just gave Punk to God a tier one sub. <laughs> he needs it. <laughs> oh. oh, thanks, buddy. We really uh, appreciate this. That by the sword is easily my favorite stream monster today. Maybe his mom. Oh my god. I'll put the brother out. Uh, <laughs> why is that so funny? I don't know. Um we have three Latin American events left. Uh if we look at the standings in Latam, uh, Caba and Brolino have clinched spots in the Latin America final. Uh, Picaro right there, along with Doomsnake. But uh, that race for that last spot, you know, you've got four players within one point for those final two spots right now. So that is going to be uh, a very intense fight over these last few weeks. Uh, and looking at the global standings with the win, Punk now back into qualifying position for Capcom Cup. Not quite a lot of breathing room, but he, he it's his to lose at this point. Uh, Dogara, now the last man, or excuse me, the first, or the last man in. Akainu now the first person out. And uh, Punk moving up is good for Toy because as of now, he is the top NA player outside of qualifying position. So if someone on the inside wins the North American final, he's the one who gets the spot in Capcom. That's huge. Yeah. That, that really could come to fruition. Yeah. It will be an intense race uh, over these last couple months. Either that or he needs to win around 70 or get top eight in 70 ranking events. <laughs> that would be the other way. 
Uh, you know, it's possible, except it's not possible, but it's possible. <laughs> uh, Thunderstruck was also a saga event on the Dragon Ball Fighters World Tour. Uh, so you had a bunch of great players coming down from the U.S. and uh, elsewhere uh, to throw down against Mexico's best. Uh, and it was Hook, Gang, God getting the win over Super Noon in an NRG t- team kill. So Hook is headed to uh, the Dragon Ball Fighters uh, Grand Final. He's the fourth person to make it, along with the other three, Kazunoko, Sonic Fox, and Goichi. And we now know where those last two Dragon Balls will be av- awarded. Uh, the the six-star ball will be handed out in Tokyo in November, and then the seven-star Dragon Ball will be awarded at uh, Couch Warriors Cross-Up in Australia in December. And now, at this point, we've basically all four people who have ever won, like, super major Dragon Ball Fighters events were the four people to qualify for these Dragon Balls so far. So the next person to qualify is going to be much more so a toss-up than what we've seen with these four. You know, uh, Hooking God's One Summit, Fox's One Evo, Kazunoko, Combo Breaker, etc. So it's been a a good race so far. Remind me what happens if somebody that's already won wins again, one of those Dragon Balls? Uh, It goes to the top-rated... The qualifying spot goes to the top-rated player or who who doesn't have a Dragon Ball. But if you win multiple events, you get top seeding. At the uh, unless someone had won all seven, in which case it would have been an interesting system. Yeah. <clears throat> Shout out to Devil Sword who just gifted a sub to Infiltration. Uh, to I was not going to read that out loud, but you know what? You did. So there you go. It's there. We can't take it back. All right. Um... <laughs> <That was just>. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, yeah. Let's kick it over to. Uh, uh, East, there's another Dragon Ball event this week. Uh, it's not quite over yet. Uh, the w- radar event for Western Europe online. Uh, the pools ran down to the top eight over the weekend. Uh, as you see on your screen, that top eight will take place tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. So if you want to check out some uh, European Dragon Ball play, you'll have your chance. One one cool uh, note there is that iStudying is actually a top Smash 4 player. So we've seen a few Smash converts starting to do well in this game. So interesting to note. Uh, also in Europe was the Injustice Intercontinental Championship. This was the European slash... Australian slash Middle Eastern qualifier for the Injustice Pro Series finals. And that spot goes to Tekken Master, who took out his teammate Shark Teeth in the grand final. So Tekken Master barely missed qualifying through the IPS leaderboard. He fought his way into uh, next month's finals. So he will be uh, competing in Chicago in that $100,000 event. So congratulations to him. Uh, question for you, Steve. Did um, yes, is Scar anywhere on that leaderboard? Is he at that tournament? Is he qualified in any uh, way? Uh, this was just for Europe. Oh my and bad. Well, so, yeah, so Scar would not be able to compete in this because he's from Houston. Yes, which is not part of Europe. Mm-hmm. Last time I checked. Mm-hmm. What? Echo Fox didn't send him out there, or what? 
<laughs> oh my god. We're gonna get to that funny guy. Yeah, y'all are terrible. Um and then we had a big smash event as well. Um we big house eight. Now? The slide yeah, we mm-hmm. do have these slides. Uh so <laughs> Hungry Box taking the title in Melee, Cosmos getting it done in Wii U, and Super Boom Fan uh winning Smash sixty four. Congratulations to everyone on the screen. That's it for the recap this week. Wow. All right. Um I mean, there's a lot of... Well, did you want to talk about um, Sako, Sakunoko Manat? Sure. We can talk do, about do that, that first. And then, and then we'll get into all the news. But so, I mean, I, I think one thing that if you're actually following Street Fighter V closely is that this Topanga League has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, there's been a lot of just super, super, super top-level play. And uh, a few of the, the big names that have been really coming out and, and getting a lot of, you know, high fight clips, a lot of, a lot of views have been MOV and have been Sako. Mm-hmm. And Sako has just been showing a level of play that I think really gets understated. And I think the things he does with Minot are of a similar execution and difficulty and awareness level as anything we've seen in Street Fighter 4 or older games that get a lot of praise for that. And while I will agree Street Fighter 5 in general might not always have that, there are characters that have that available to them. So like one example is a clip here we had of Sako um, punishing Rashid's cancel into Whirlwind in a very unique and not specific way. Here you see he activates V-Trigger and then he releases that ball before he goes into block stun. You can't actually release it once you go into block stun. So while she wouldn't have a move quick enough to interrupt him out of that, instead, the ball sends out, she blocks the tornado, the ball hits him, and he gets to convert into a full and very, very damaging combo for the kill. And, and what's extra impressive to me is this isn't something he did once. He did it at least two or three times throughout the set, showing that, you know, he has really grinded the situational knowledge and not only the knowledge, but the conversions into the full combos to the point where anything you do versus him that can theoretically be punished will be punished. And so I just find it really impressive. You should really watch this Topanga League if you have any interest in the intricacies of this game because everyone there is just an absolute killer. Yep, oh, and the fi- final night is tonight. So uh, be sure to watch that. That's incredible. Uh, I do have a question. So was he using the time freeze from the V-Trigger activation to load up on that stored ball to release it before yes, he started blocking? exactly, yeah. Um, now, do, yeah. How, how, do you, how do you think? I, I know you're passionate about this um, because when you talk about Sako and Sako combos, everyone goes back to uh, the Evil Ryu stuff in Street Fighter Four. How do you think his level of execution in this game compares to uh, what he what he was able to do in that game. I think sheer execution-wise, they're on a similar plane. There's ways in which you could argue the Evil Reuse stuff is harder because the one-frame links are harder to do as consistently. There's ways in which you could argue this is harder because you have to hold the buttons in weird ways and release them at different timings, and there's a lot more taxing things on the brain. Either way, it's certainly execution-heavy. And it's certainly stuff that not everyone's doing. And if you look at the second best Monat player, they aren't doing anything like this. Who's that? I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, yet again, Justin like, Wong never really was flashy. Justin guy. Wong, who might be like results-wise the, the second or third best at this point, does nothing like that. Obviously, but that's not his play style. Infiltration 
yet again, does not play that particular style of Minot either. There's guys like Pachoclo from Latin America who do do stuff like that, but you know, they're not nearly on Sako's actual play level. And you said that this is as impressive, if not more impressive, than anything that could have been seen in previous iterations of Street Fighter. I, I think it is, especially because a lot of what you saw and were impressed, and not, not that people didn't do impressive things in all variations of Street Fighter, but I think that the, the competition and the level of money and, and what these players are playing for has driven him to really do this on a character-by-character -character basis that we haven't seen before. He, he These aren't even just like character-specific combos. They're character-specific defensive strategies converted into combos. And he's doing this over and over and over again, character-by-character -character constantly, and he never drops anything. It's just very, wow. if you want to go into training mode and try to do what he did there, it'll take you hours and hours to accomplish once. Is this a, obviously Sakunoko is, is a specimen when yeah. it comes to, uh, you know, that dude is just a legend. But uh, is this a Minot thing or are there other characters that if somebody of Sakunoko's level put the time in, could pull some off? I think Minot is definitely an outlier as far as the potential for execution goes in the game. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I think she's on her own plane in that sense for sure. Um, but there's other characters that have difficult stuff, and, and especially awareness-wise. But if you're going to talk about crazy hard things, she'd be the hardest. I, I think Chun-Li has a lot of crazy stuff, too. The charge characters have some tricks with standing charge moves and, and various things like that. But, yeah, she'd be the hardest. And you mentioned MOB. He's rocking Chun, right? Is yes. It, is it I'm a thing a, where, because, you know, people complain that the game is basic and it's a little bit random and chaotic. Is it a case now where you need to get to that Sako MOV level of you're really in the nooks and crannies of these characters to make the difference? I think in these long sets, it really does come to that a lot of the time. And I think eventually, as we push onward and onward and onward with the game, it, it'll come down to that. I don't think we're totally at that level. And I think we're still at the point where the best fundamental player wins. And I think that will usually be the case. But, you know, as games go forward, having those particular punishes for particular things definitely gives you an important edge. John, did you have something you want to say? I just wanted to ask, we're getting relatively close to Capcom Cup now, and Sako has been pretty good throughout this year, but it seems like he may have ascended to great or to like the next echelon. He's been getting top eights, and he's been doing what he's been doing at Topanga, and he's been looking really good doing it. So I'm wondering, like, if, if Capcom Cup were tomorrow, for instance, do you think Sako is a favorite for, for winning right now? He's way up there. I mean, he's been on fire lately for sure. And I think for a long time, he's been a guy where people are like, he's incredibly good. His reactions are great. His execution's the best. He's a great player. But I don't think people have considered him, yeah, like the threat at that level for a mm. long time. Even in Street Fighter Four, he was always a guy who was known for being good at something rather than being the best at the game. But right now... He is definitely right there, and his character is definitely the type that that gives that edge to win. And, and no one's playing her the way he is. Right. Do you think that it would benefit Minot as a character if they were to, say, do something crazy, like reduce the input lag before Capcom Cup? That's a really interesting question. Um, and, and she's a character that I think it's harder to apply that to than others. Um, mm. You know, she doesn't, she doesn't do a lot of dashing and jumping mid-screen which is what I think a lot of people is going to be affected the most by input lag. So that's kind of good for her. It'll be easier for her to play that defensive game in anti-air. On the other hand, stuff like jumping over stand fierces and whiff punishing some of those jabs and mediums will be a little bit easier 
So that mm -hmm. hurts her. I don't think she's as cut and dry, nerfed and buffed as some other characters. Let's um let's go ahead and transition to that topic here. And uh, I'm going to read this tweet, and I'm going to try not to point everybody's direction or uh, attention to um, the way Street Fighter Five is written. Uh, quote, we're aware of your concerns <laughs> regarding inputs and will improve the speed at which inputs are registered in the update coming on 10-23, October 23rd. We'll be sure to update you on future improvements for Street Fighter V Arcade Edition. Thank you for your continued support. Elon, please cut the speed. Did they like, <laughs> is this like one of those things where they sent this tweet without Wi-Fi, like in, in a lost zone? <laughs> like, like, this has been queued since like, you know, October of 2016. Like, this is incredible, right? Do, well, do we you, saw, we're it's like, great news. What, what is this? Well, like, oh, was this really the tweet? Like they're saying they're gonna reduce the input lag? We've heard your, we, 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 you know, there's a rumor going around that you guys aren't happy about this. Um, we're gonna address it. Steve, what do you got, buddy? Other than I mean, uh, an inability to use spell check. You, 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 there's a I whole thing. making fun of Efren. It's Street Fighter Five. Street Fighter Five. Oh God. There's a whole technical reason for that that we won't give into. But <laughs> hey, shout out to so Jerry nine two six zero two. Thank you. I tweet her. Thank you, Alan. That's very helpful. Thank you. Um. You know, it, it comes from that old school of if something's wrong, you don't acknowledge that it's wrong until you know you're able to fix it. Because otherwise, you're just setting that expectation of, hey, we have this broken thing. Instead of instead of saying, hey, we have this broken thing, and we're, we're going to be able to fix it by doing X, Y, and Z, and you can expect it on that date. Because if you can't deliver that, and you just say, hey, we know there's this broken thing, it it's going to make you're not going to make anybody happy. So you have to play the unaware game. So it, it's frustrating that it's taken this long uh, for this to get addressed. It, it's, it's, it's still a good thing that it is getting addressed, but now a lot of interesting point in the chat, which is this could have various, like, is it still going to be variable lag? Is it going to be one through four frames instead of four through seven? Or is it gonna just go down to five? You know, like there's there's a bunch of different ways this could take fruition. Maybe it'll go down to two, but then it stays at seven on the worst variance. Is that worse or better? I don't know. Like if there's. <laughs> if you had to pick one, either uh, an overall lowering of lag, or uh, fixing the variable lag but it's still at like five frames or something. If it's still at five, then definitely that's the best. I mean, obviously mm -hmm. if we're just like setting it up to eight. Uh, I don't think anyone wants that. I'd, I'd probably rather have variable lag than, than making it slower. But some sort of ground in the middle would be nice at least. I mean, obviously the lowest they can get it, the better, but I, I would hope consistency is factored in because that's definitely what gets to people. Now, uh, there are players already chiming in on this. We have Chris T. Uh, this is John's bud, Ken Player. I don't know if you heard of him. Uh, Chris Tarian tweets, Ken Players, this input delay is huge for us. This means we can't run as much anymore. We can't jump as much anymore. I want to see what happens once the lag is reduced, but for sure V-Skill cannot be used the same anymore. This also means Ken's overhead will not be as useful anymore unless they buff the speed. you got to probably use Dash more. Have to play slower with Ken. Stand strong. It, uh, it, uh, Heavy Tatsu will be more reliable with Punish. 
I think that's it's very self-aware. It's weird how he says 10 players when it's like he's just telling Brent, who's probably in the room with him. <laughs> but, hey, but bro, I mean, it's my good information. <laughs> Yo, Brent, yeah, check right? out my Twitter. Yo, bro, Yo but, 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 but obviously, I, I just bring that up to, to open up the conversation on, are there winners and losers on the roster with respect to uh, input delays and such? Type I sort of just gifted <laughs> Donka a tier one sub. Wait, Donka wasn't already a sub? What a piece of shit. Hey, thanks, Donka, for subbing. <laughs> <laughs> I you really appreciate it, man. Thank you, Die by Sword. Um, anyway, so who uh, of our Street Fighter heads here is going to take that conversation well, I've been talking a lot, John. You can, you can start. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so we can just lay out the stuff that has already been mentioned. So Donka was talking earlier about Minot. Characters like her, maybe Guile, um, they're going to be affected at least a little bit in the sense that if Minot's throwing out like standing heavy punch and everyone's really uh, annoyed by how fast that recovers, well, uh, there's a little bit more of a chance that, uh, say they reduce the input lag by two frames, there's a little bit more of a chance that when you jump over that, you're going to get the punish and something like that. But I think that for the most part, the characters that are going to be affected heavily by this are the ones that rely on those just do it moves so uh, because if you think about it like this it's easier or or there's going to be more instances of when you're able to block something like a like a sudden birdie uh bull horn or head or whatever it's called where he rushes at you or even an overhead because all you're worried about is being able to move the stick back into a blocking position so the idea of walking and blocking is going to be buffed because of this i think more than anything else right and so Footsie-based characters with decent reach are going to be buffed because of this. And this is all in theory. We don't know exactly how much lag is going to be reduced. We don't know if the fluctuation is going to be still there, things like that. But in theory, I think characters like Karen are going to be better. Um, I, I can't imagine how good Punk, who's no longer with Echo Fox, uh, his Karen is going to be. Because, <laughs> because he was playing a whiff punish, walk and block footsie game in the eight frames of lag, right? Or at least in the 6.2 frames of lag. So now he's gonna be essentially a little bit even faster. While characters like Ken, like Nikali, who rely on sudden bursts forward to try to kind of like, they almost cheat their way in. It's gonna, am I gonna dash or am I gonna jump? Well, now it's possible that maybe people are gonna be able to react to either of those. And the characters that just tried to give you so many possible juggling pins that you're not ready for whatever the approach they actually go with, um, they're going to get nerfed. So, yeah, like, like Chris T was saying, Ken's V-Skill, he's not going to be able to just run in as much anymore because there are going to be people that are able to legitimately react to that. Um, I think Mena RD brought up Birdie's Dolphin Dive. Uh, how many times, if you play Street Fighter V, how many times has Birdie done a Dolphin Dive? You've seen it, you've neutral jumped, but it just wasn't in time. Well, it's going to be a little bit more common that you're going to see people get out of things like that. So I think that ultimately this means less efficiency in like the Hail Mary, just do it moves, um, a bigger emphasis on whiff punishing and therefore footsies. And so like, like Ken and Nikali, those are characters that don't have a whole lot of range. They just try to move their entire bodies closer to you. Well, you know, and, and somehow it's going to be good for Cammy. Like that's my, yeah, my uh, basic, yeah, I actually think Cammy is the biggest winner, and I think Alex is the biggest loser. So that sounds bad on the surface, right? You're like, oh, wow, we're widening the tier gap. But in kind of ways that make some sense. And there's Why a few... is Alex the biggest loser? Alex relies on so many of those gotcha moves you mentioned. 
stuff mm-hmm. like EX head grabs, stuff like EX stomp, stuff like slash elbow, moves that hit you within a, I could have reacted one or two frames faster and it would have been better. And, and you know, really, really top players aren't losing to Alex, right? They react to these things on time, they punish him correctly, et cetera. But Except for he does work, yeah, and, and versus people who are unfamiliar because, you know, they're a couple frames too late without the matchup experience. I think that hurts a character like him who, as you said, can't really play a super solid footsie game and react to stuff. Cami, on the other hand, isn't like, being two frames less input lag isn't gonna let you whiff punish her stand medium kick that has basically no recovery. It's not gonna change anything. Like you can't whiff punish that move because of two less frames of input lag. And so it doesn't hurt her. On the converse, she has like low forward into spiral arrow, like the best long range low confirm in the game. And now she can whiff punish with that better than ever. Uh, right. uh, the Maybe the one that I think people have the wrong opinion on is I think a character who this affects in a bad way is Guile. I think mm-hmm. Guile Sonic Boom is going to be much easier to react to if you have a couple extra frames to do to do so and stuff like walking and blocking booms and getting in a little bit easier is going to result in less errors like so many people try to walk and block versus guile get hit by an ex sonic boom because they didn't react fast enough now they're full screen again they've lost like 80 health and and they're kind of screwed whereas now if you block the ex sonic boom you know you've taken a meter from him you have the opportunity to jump you have the opportunity this this and that Mm -hmm. uh i still think the same people are going to win like i think input lag is a big deal but i don't think it's such a big deal that like anyone's completely frauded their way to the top because of it. Mm. Um, no, yeah. it's, it's like you can, if you rely on those kinds of crutches to play Street Fighter V, you're not going to win most of the time, but you're going to win a significant amount of the time, like 30% or something like that, depending on how good the player you're playing against is. And, um, and I think that that, that percentage is going to go down a little bit. I think we're going to help maybe like the middle class the most as far as Street Fighter V players go. Um, am I breaking up on you guys then? Because it looks like I am. You were right, though. Your sound's yeah. fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, John Freeze fans. John, um, robot John. Yeah, sorry. I don't know. I, I think I have good internet, but maybe not. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I think it's going to help out the, the middle class a lot. The other thing is the... Um, like the crush counter system and or the priority system, a lot of characters will just throw out these uh, very you know heavy buttons that have a lot of priority and just hope for them. In a similar way that you know you can just throw out these forward moving special attacks, a lot of people are just fishing for crush counters in the neutral. Doing that now means that there's going to give you're going to give your opponent more time to react, um, or they're going to have more time to react now by a few frames, and you might see a little more um, whiff punishing. Yeah. The, the, uh, for those kinds of moves. Now, here's the thing that I'm interested in, uh, and this might be a little more specific to my character, but the way the game has evolved for me, when I'm playing neutral, I'm not going up and trying to hit the opponent where they're at. I'm trying to create a space right in front of me that looks good to occupy, right? So walk up and then maybe walk back just a little bit. If they dash forward, if they're can and they do a run, or if they if they swing with like you know one of those really big like fierce moves to try to hit me, and I'm no longer there, then I can preemptively occupy that space with a whiff punish move. Now, when I'm doing that in this post patch, though. I wonder if me basically sticking buttons out to try to catch the forward movement, if the forward movement doesn't come, am I going to get punished with punished? Could for be, sticking yeah. Out yeah, and, and that, that really depends on the character. The game, 
on its head for a lot of people, I think myself included, it might be an entirely different experience. And again, a lot of this is speculation right now, um, and I think it's going to affect different characters differently, of course. But it could potentially be a big deal for certain players, certain characters. Yeah, people who have relied on on the dash versus jump mix-up are the one who are going to get hit the hardest by this. And, and that's a few top players. So there's a couple people who I have in mind who I'm going to be interested to see how they do after this patch. In the chat, Vanny G91 says, it might have been a coincidence, but Tekken character representation changed a lot right after the input lag patch. Elon, do you have anything to add to that? Uh, yeah, so I was saying in the chat, uh, there was a pretty big period of time where uh, they had fixed the an input lag. They, they just hadn't announced it? Yeah, they didn't announce it until I think it was either EVO or the Tekken World Tour Finals. Uh, but apparently somebody's correcting me saying that was a misunderstanding. But with that said, if that was true, nothing changed. And then they said they were going to fix it even further afterwards. So, mm. so could it be just one of those like placebo effect type of things? Perhaps I could totally. Sure I mean, if you fact, told man. if you told people that the input lag dropped, they would act like it did. Like that's just a fact. Like <laughs> I knew it. I now, could tell. Yeah. Now, yeah, one hundred percent. Like if you could, t if you told the Twitter community that the input lag had actually been thirty-seven frames the whole time, like they would jump on it, and I'm positive. Like they'd be like, "Yeah, that's I why I've been losing. <laughs> I knew this was about thirty frames off the whole time." But now. Naka, you, you mentioned that there are some players, like top players, that you think are going to get especially nerfed by this patch. Did you not want to bring up those names? Because I, I will can. Come okay, forward. so like an easy one that I don't think is offensive is I think like Dew's Mika, specifically his Mika. I think he relies insanely hard on jumping Fierce and, and like Splash to get in. And he's incredibly good at jumping with that character. And obviously, he's good at everything. Uh, especially with Guile and stuff like that. But I think the way he plays Mika, which really relies on stuff like double dash tornado and jumping heavy punch stuff where like if you had you know one split second differently you jump and kill her for 500 damage instead of her doing 300 to you if that kind of stuff goes away and it goes the different way because of an extra frame or two that's literally the tide of an entire match and you know mm -hmm. sometimes oh, you've yeah. scared them so bad that two dashes will hit anyway but certainly, if you have two to three extra frames, whatever it ends up being, I mean, let's say this stabilizes at four frames and we're three frames faster than it has been at other points. That's a lot of extra time in, in fighting game sense to, to do something differently. And yet again, as I said, if, if Ricky Ortiz jumps double dash, it's a reset, you know? So there yeah. you go. I, I, one name that has to come to mind if nothing else, just because of the character, is the uh, current Capcom Cup champ, Men R.D. Yeah, because, yep, certainly. I mean, that's the first thing that he said, right, was rest in peace Dolphin Dive. And he used that quite a bit in grand finals of, uh, of Capcom Cup, and I'm sure in every other match he's ever played. And so you go, like, that character, Birdie, at least how he's evolved to this point is very heavily based on, like, I'm going to do something and, uh, you know, I'm going to do EX bull head or bull rush or whatever. Or I'm going to do the dolphin dive or whatever. Um, and, and it's like so many times, like I said, you've been hit by those moves, even though you saw them coming. It's just, you've been however, however late, that's not going to work as well anymore. Does that hurt Mena RD's play specifically? Yeah, I think Mena, I think Storm Kubo is another example. People who do a lot of those. I, I think you described it best when you said originally, just stuff like gotcha moves like things that you're like pissed off that you got hit by, those will get easier to react to and it could change. Now, sometimes you're so fucking scared that, you know, he'll double dash up to you and you'll get hit no matter what. Like, well, I mean, and, yeah. and that's yeah. an example of when that move was 
100% appropriate to do because you read your opponent and you're like, yeah. they're frozen, now I go for the kill. But it's certainly not going to be as um, as common as it has been in the entire And it can help players who just have poor reactions. Now, most of the people at the top aren't like that. But like, for example, as you said, mid-level players like myself, I think one of my weakest aspects in fighting games is that I react very slowly to things. Like I just don't have good reactions in general. So there's a lot of times where I get hit by EX Dolphin Dive and I knew it was coming and I just reacted too slow to the jump. And I think that could help someone like me. So it, it'll change games for a lot, the game for a lot of people if if it does something major. Yet again, I mean, who knows what this is going to be? It could be anything. Do you think Nicole is 100 screwed? Yeah. <laughs> Do you think Nicole is 100 screwed? Because no. I feel like that character pretty much was based on the forward dash versus jump. I think of, that uh, part of his game is bad. I think Seismo will be a lot better. So you know, it's that kind of like thing. I, I think. It's not good for him, I think. But, I mean, stuff like he has really great anti-air, and he has a really great, you know, whiff punish tool from full screen and Seismo. So I think a more defensive Nikali playstyle might actually thrive, you know, based but, on an input lag change. But is that anti-air going to come into play now less often? Because Possibly, yeah. Jump, yeah, because jumping is not going to be as viable now. No, certainly, yeah. I mean, like... I don't think he, I think he's probably a loser of the patch, but minorly, I don't, and I mean, I yet again, to be honest, like you're still going to dash and you're still going to jump in Street Fighter Five. I, I don't believe that it will go away. I just believe that it'll be a little bit easier to deal with. Uh, Soulzan2000 in the chat is speculating that this change might be uh, happening because of the arcade release. That could be it. Yeah, maybe like they did some development on the arcade release and while they were doing development on that, they were like, hey, like, Someone fucked up here. We can delete this and fix it. I mean, that that's, I mean, as someone who's developed, had, that um, sounds reasonable to me, so. Yeah, we also had the switch around a few months back with uh, Ryoshi, was it Sujimoto? Uh, and, and Ono kind of like swapping positions and stuff. So this could be a result of, of new management, too. Quien sabe? Um, Y'all want to move on to another topic? You want to stay on dish? Oh, we can, uh, I've been talking forever, so. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Echo Fox. Yo, Echo Fox dropped a bunch of players, today. man. They dropped some weight there. Uh, here's the list. Punk the God, Scar, Theo, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, Steve, you put in the chat a, uh, <laughs> a uh, their statement. Yeah. Oh, you <laughs> Without want glasses, please read that. No, I got you. I'll, I'll read it for you. I'll read it for you. Here we go. All right. Echo Fox's official statement says, as part of a strategic effort to best position our organization for the future, Echo Fox is realigning its portfolio of teams and player rosters. After careful review and consideration, we will be disbanding our Call of Duty and Gears of War teams, as well as releasing some of our fighting game and other select players. These moves will allow us to focus our time and resources on the continued development of the remaining rosters, ensuring that we can deliver on the expectations of our fans, our players, and the rest of the Echo Fox family. Echo Fox remains dedicated to the growth and development of our players as professionals and individuals. The players moving on have poured their hearts into their games and into Echo Fox. We are grateful for all the time and effort they have given, and we plan to support them in their future endeavors. They will always be part of the Echo Fox family. I'm excited for the future of Echo Fox. Jared Jeffries, president. Hmm. They got future You know, I think this is a terrible time to release Punk, just going to say, based on today's news, because like I said earlier, I think... Karen and specifically Punk's Karen uh, are going to be re like buffed because of the way they play. 
He just got enough points to probably qualify for Capcom Cup over the weekend, and now he's a free agent. So, man, pick that guy up right now, even if it's like a three-month sponsorship, see how he does. I think it's well worth the uh, the investment there. I mean, is results the only thing they go by? Well, here is fighting game a good investment. You got Sonic Fox, who's like a superstar, and he's got crossover appeal, LGBT community, fur community, uh, multiple game communities. Like you know, in aggregate, he's got a huge footprint. The dude's famous. Um, and then you got a guy like Scar. He's one of the best Mortal Kombat players, and he certainly made his uh, uh, yeah, his mark on injustice. NRS. But it's like social media. No. See. I, I think what some people aren't realizing, and I'm not saying that's necessarily the case here, um, but in general, when it comes to players being sponsored, is that really there's only room for so many players to be sponsored just off of results. Because if you're someone like a Sonic Fox and you're constantly first, second place at events, there's value in, in that uh, In when a company sees you or a sponsor sees you. If you're consistently 7th, 9th, 13th, you know, what value does that bring? You know, if, if all you're basing it on is results, there's not a whole lot of room for – there's not a whole lot of pie to split. In order to be, to be valuable, you have to do other things to bring value, and that's where I think a lot of FGC in particular falls short, you know. How many how many FGC big names are really streaming on the regular? Not too many. How many are are really on that grind creating content? Mm-hmm. Not too many. So when it so it if that doesn't happen, then all you have is results. And you know, Pong, great player, phenomenal player, you know, but he wasn't necessarily the number one guy. So that falls that falls down. Scar, we've had him on his show. Great player, great person, but not necessarily the number one player. Um, especially when you consider who else they have. Justin, who's who's probably the most famous Street Fighter player in the U.S. Uh, Sonic Fox, you, you mentioned. JDCR and Saint, two of the best Tekken players in the world. So there's not a whole lot of room at the table if, if you're not taking advantage of those other avenues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even in like pro football, right? Like the best players of certain positions aren't aren't don't get TV ads or or sponsor stuff on Twitter. Like, I mean, just certain things are worth it to sponsors, and certain things aren't, and that's hard for even them to quantify. Return on on investment on someone you sponsor is like nearly impossible to actually prove. So it comes down to what you view. Now, like I'm the number one like esports is falling conspiracy theorist all the time guys i don't think you know like whatever i'm always talking about how things are like people are putting way too much money into things this doesn't concern me on like a broad level this is like i mean they're still a new-ish team they cast a broad net they sponsored a ton of people in a ton of games and they're at this point consolidating into what they decided has worked so i wouldn't take this as like they're they're done for like this is just the beginning of the end um you know this seems to be the first round or so of them trimming the fat so and and that's reasonable i'm almost surprised that some of these players not trying to sound like a jerk last as long as they did to be honest so am i um people are saying the momochi also got cut can we get confirmed confirmation on that? no that that was uh issue with the website 
Um, so they 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 removed more names than they actually cut. So yeah, unless that's like a oops, we didn't mean to uh, reveal that part of it yet. They're, they're back. They're back on there right now. So. Oh, right on. Okay. Well, then they're so for, sure, you know, for sure. For sure. In terms of FGC, it is just Theo Punk and uh, Scar. Am I the only one that has like a morbid curiosity to know what happens when people get cut somewhat abruptly? The Echo Fox ones seem like amicable, and we have the respective tweets from the people dropped saying, hey, it was great, I'm moving on. But then you have, man, this is the one that I'm curious to know what went down, is K-Brad and Ghost, because they dropped them and immediately picked up Dew, and I'm like, how the hell did that pan out? Um, but maybe I'm just being, uh, you know, nosy. But then again, as somebody who we to call himself a journalist, uh, that's part of your job. Um and it's a goofy world out there. I mean, obviously, some of these people, like, don't work other jobs and, like, they go from making one sum of money to making none. It's not like getting cut from a, a pro sports team where usually you have a home somewhere else, um, you know. So, I mean, it's a big deal. It's obviously it's a wake-up call for people who, like, think that getting sponsored is enough. Even if, obviously, even if you get sponsored by one of the best teams in the world, it's not, it's not reason to, to feel 100% secure. And so uh, that's scary, but that's, that's also how it is. And now it will continue to be. Hey, Alon, I put a video in the uh, drive, if you wouldn't mind getting it. Uh, it's the reason why it says Rainbow. It's the reason why uh, Jay Wong clearly was not dropped because of his new video series. And we're going to get a taste of it here in a second. And that is a pun. Um, a shroomed Smash player from Immortals also got dropped. Um, you were really beat up about that, right? Totally beat up. Yeah, you were real upset. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just feel like in general, how much money are they possibly making? But I asked myself that. Yeah, check this out, guys. This is uh, Justin Wong's new food blog. Um, as I said, I mean, if you look at pro football, most of those guys don't have TV ads. Most of those guys aren't sponsored by anything other than teams that pay them to play and make money in a different way. I don't think sponsoring people to put them to have a jersey on their back is, is really very sustainable at all. And I think it just comes down to like people trying to gauge what level of popularity is enough. And I think the answer usually ends up being a lot. And, and whoever you got probably isn't worth it. Um, I know it's dark, but I just don't think what? most people are going to return an investment, especially in the FGC. So, so, so again, I, was, uh, I started saying before we were um, taking a look at that awesome food vlog, which is on Justin Wong's YouTube channel. Yes, check it out. Uh, that it's like, man, I feel like there's not that much return. But then I see a situation with infiltration, and I'm like, well, there must be something there if they're well, fighting he's a so big, I mean, hard. he's on the, like, true echelon of, like, sponsorable, right? Like, there's obviously people who are worth it in the sense that they truly can push merchandise. They can truly consistently make it onto the main stage and get your jersey and your thing. Like, obviously, you have infiltration with famous clips where he's speaking in front of a download giant complete. stadium. Download complete. And obviously having, you know, something on his shoulder or on his back at that point is very, very, very visible. Most people don't have that. Now, uh, that brings us to the topic of the hour. Any news, Steve, coming on from the Panda Global front on our good buddy Infiltration and his legal marital domestic woes? Uh, not much. Uh, Panda Global did come out with a tweet earlier this week, uh, and they said, quote, when we are able, we will release the results of our investigation into the allegations regarding infiltration. However, it will still take more time for translation. We can truly appreciate your continued patience in this matter. 
thank you. And then they later tweeted, uh, there have been more than 10 allegations put forward against infiltration, many which require us to navigate a foreign court of law with follow-ups pending third-party neutral translators. We hope that providing transparency will allow people to understand that this takes time. Uh, because, you know, if if you've been on social media, why would you first off? Uh, but if you've been on social media, you've you've seen sort of this little growing feeling that, you know, Panda's PG is just stalling. You know, we're on the 17th day since they've acknowledged that this is going on and people expect an answer immediately. There's two so options. They- in my opinion, as to why they're even bothering with this and why it's taking so long. One is he's worth that much to them for whatever reason. And other sponsors have said, like, you need this guy. The other is that he is threatening to sue them for breach of contract for dropping him. Yeah. Uh, and so, a third yeah, is that he didn't do the things that they the say he did. The third is that he did that they really do believe that he didn't do the things he said. They, but even in that case, unfortunately, oftentimes you would get dropped. Yeah. Like a lot of places, would like even they would just drop you because it's easier at that point. And obviously, you know, unless you're a candidate for the Supreme Court. So there's another thing I think might be worth worth uh, mentioning because if you remember. The Noel Brown situation. Uh, Which one? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, with Combo Breaker, uh, where Combo Breaker con- conducted the investigation, and then Capcom stepped in based on those findings. So I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, there are more. There's more than just PG involved here uh, in this investigation because if you know. PG's parent company wants to do anything, if Capcom wants to do anything, I doubt they'll go through their own independent investigation instead of just partnering up and saying, hey, can you take a look at it and let us know what's going on? So that's another possibility why why this is taking long <laughs> some people want. What just happened? We just got um Oh my God. <laughs> Brent Kavanaugh is now so <laughs> This is the best form of trolling I think you could possibly have in your in your chat. This is great. We're sponsored uh, by the Supreme Court, guys. Hey, yeah. now if I'm not mistaken, Steve, please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, infiltration is competing at Southeast Asian majors. He, he's registered. I don't know if he is actually competing, but he is on the list. I have I have a question for uh, the legal heads out there. When it says that there are uh, 10 allegations against him. Does that mean that, like, it could potentially be to the layperson, like, one big allegation of domestic violence, but it's cut up in 10 different ways because of the way the legal system works? Or is it like this happened 10 different times and only now is it coming it to It would fruition? not be 10 different no, times. The, the, yeah. uh, no, the, there's clarification here. Somebody in the chat, sorry, let me get the correct name. Uh, you kids, I think, um, sent us the tweet from Planet Global saying, somebody asked, Al Yun asked, 10 allegations regarding the same case? Panagol respond, all of the allegations are those brought forth by the anonymous Reddit user. We would rather release a comprehensive result than putting one thing at a time, given the delicate nature of the situation. Wait, so the same, the same Reddit user basically pointed the finger ten different times? Ten different things, the, the, they, ten different... Yeah, yeah. ten different things. Okay. So, you know, Jeez. and this is one of... Like I said, this is one of those things where I would much rather they get it right. Fair you enough, know, yeah, if, of course. If, if if they're gonna if they're gonna drop him, 
you, they got to make sure that, hey, this is why, and they got to make sure that it's airtight so that they can cover their butts. If they're going to keep him, uh, they got to make sure that they can go to the public and say, this is why we believe that sticking with him is the right decision. So, And if they were trying to wait for it to blow over, like some people are suggesting, it, it would be terrible of them to keep reminding you that there's <laughs> yeah, that seems work. unlikely at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, by think, the way, guys, like, he did it, but we're keeping him. You know, like three months. No, that's not yeah. what's happening. That's not what's happening. Do you think? I mean, we we brought up like the fact that he's registered for um, Southeast Asian major. Um, do you guys feel? I mean, I, I, we don't have a whole lot to go off of, um, but do you think that there's a Capcom Cup with infiltration this year, or is it? I super it's don't know. It's so or, weird like, now. Like not. I, it felt more cut and dry earlier. And yeah. now, like, that they're actually pursuing this to this level, it feels like I've got no idea. And I'm, like, I'm done speculating. Like, I'm just, like, what's going to happen? Personally, I have no idea. I, I, I'm just, I'm frustrated by the translation part. Just get somebody that's impartial, that you trust, that speaks, is a translator, and talk to them. Have them just read the damn, I mean, maybe I'm to- gro- gro- grossly misunderstanding everything that goes into this. But um, I feel like, what, well, we're on week three, did you say? Of this day seventeen of uh, infiltration gate square gate octogate <laughs> uh, yeah that was terrible um <laughs> what, uh, can I mention this uh, about green arcade you mention it no well thanks you have to have a key for what green means though. yeah what does it mean for this arcade though what's the <laughs> Uh, green in this case, unfortunately means closed, uh, green arcade was a, uh, big, big hot spot for tech and play in Korea. Um, it unfortunately closed its doors there. So anyone who was anyone basically in the Korean scene went there. Um, so, but they closed because the owners are, uh, getting up there in age and they decided that that was it. So one big uh, arcade spot closing in Korea now. And I think this is sort of falling in line with what you'll probably be seeing, what we have seen in the past and what we will continue to see. Uh, There was an article not too long ago about uh, Japanese arcades, smaller Japanese arcades possibly closing their doors because uh, (laughs) Japan is about to institute a uh, tax increase on uh, amusement uh, machines. So, and it's so hard for arcade owners there to charge more than 100 yen uh, for one play. So if you're a big chain, you can kind of install a card reader and be done with it. If you're a smaller chain, that might be too cost prohibitive. So, yeah, it's just unfortunate to see. Yeah, shouts to Die by Sword for uh, <clears throat> giving Ultra David a sub and uh, NY Crownless King a sub. Appreciate it. Thank you. How many subs is uh eleven? Eleven, 11, 11. subs. Oh, oh my goodness! Yeah, that's really nice. Now, I do. I do want to Did... mention one more thing on the green arcade thing. Uh, there was a big rivalry between Green Arcade and another arcade uh, before Tekken came out on consoles. Uh, since Green Arcade was kind of like one of the big hubs for people to watch Tekken Seven before it came out uh, in the U.S. Uh, and it was the 
group that practiced with me, so it was like Chanel and all the ROX guys, the Rocks guys, and the other group was all the JDCR guys, so Saint and like everybody from that side. So to see such a established place like this in the Tekken community go is heartbreaking, to say the least. The only good thing I can say is it sounds like the reason was like not related to like the arcade failing or Tekken not being good enough. It sounds like it was just like something that was going to happen eventually, so... Yeah, I, it 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 feels like, and this is just me going on gut feeling and the tweets that people have linked us in the chat. It just seems like the owners just yeah, couldn't exactly. keep up with anything anymore. So yeah, so I mean, it really sucks, but thankfully it sounds like that it's not like ten more Tekken arcades are going to close or anything like that. They'll they'll hopefully be able to find another home. All right, guys, we got about twenty minutes left in the show, and we have a Southeast Asia Majors preview to get to. Um, you wanted to talk about Inferno being in Soul Calibur 6. Hey, look at those guys over there with swords. They're doing dangerous things. We're going to have to play the charge match. Um, and or if we have time, I get to play uh, a best of five uh, in Ultra Street Fighter 4 between John and I, even though the results are already, you know, etched in stone from that time he came over and spent the night at my house. Remember that, John? No, I don't, but I, I, I saw pictures. <laughs> oh, God. Oh God! All right. Um, do you think maybe we should just do the Southeast Asia preview and then jump into the set? Let's do it. Yeah, sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch my internet over so uh, so that I can play. So, but you guys do that, and I'm gonna get set up. Okay. Who's gonna talk about right. Street Fighter Five then? You're right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Good time, Elon. Damn. Um. Okay. So then, uh, did you prepare anything for Dragon Ball I by did, any chance? I did. He did not. Um, Good look at the bracket. Leslie will be competing in Windjammers. You want to watch out for him. He's probably going to take it. That, that's it's my guess. That's Leslie good. back. You know, him getting hot uh, in Street Fighter 4 and then having to take some time off to serve in the military. You know, from a fan perspective, that sucked. So. Is it the same it's, Leslie Sagat player of uh, yours? I'm not sure. I'm assuming it is. Now, I actually have the lowdown on Windjammers from uh, Mohawk Mike, a guy from the uh, from the Midwest, yeah. who hosts a lot of the Windjammers tournaments. And apparently the French are unbeatable forces in Windjammers, and they just oh, destroy yeah. everyone. And, like, the best French players just come into Windjammers stream and laugh at the level of play of everyone else. So that's about what I know about Windjammers. But... All right, so Sucker that basically uh, uh, the entire Southeast Asia Majors preview, by the way, Southeast Asia Majors Capcom Pro Tour event was happening this weekend, um, is on your shoulders, Steve. Hit us with it. All right. All so of it, every it, game, every notable player. It is going to be ridiculous because this is pretty much a big stop for everybody. Uh, it's, a, it's the Asia Finals for uh, Capcom Pro Tour. It's a the final master event of the year on the Tekken world tour. It's a, uh, the five star dragon ball on the dragon ball fighters tour. Uh, it's also part of the Arxis world tour. So you've got all the three, uh, Arxis titles. Someone will get a spot in, uh, the Arxis world cup or Arxis championship, I should say. And they're going to have a big tournament for, uh, eight, Guys playing with swords, <laughs> which is the official name for Soul Calibur Six now. Um, but I did want to talk about the Tekken World Tour uh, event for a bit. Uh, would you be able to pull up those global standings 
for second. Yeah. Sorry, Elon. Thank you very much. Uh, just looking at how tight this is. This is a big, this is a big weekend. Because if you, like I said, final master event of the season, there's a, a Tekken clash in Berlin and Canada cup. And those are both challenger events. So this is the last week to get those, that big, big, big chunk of points. Um, Look, at, you know, in in the top half of the standings, you know, first through twelfth, I would, or first through nine, yeah, that's pretty much set in stone. Uh, you've got Kakomo, who's got a chance to get in that top four, which means that uh, you don't get knocked out. Uh, you you get placed in a separate group. Uh, John Ding's in there as well. He's going to be at Southeast Asia Major, so that race is important. Uh, you've got Fergus, who's coming over, uh, as well as Book. Uh, they're in that race for the middle seeds because you get to choose your group uh, based on ranking. So you want to be higher up. And those players, you know, you've got five players separated by less than 40 points. So that's going to be a tight race. And then you've got right at the bottom of the qualification line, Take is going to be there. Run It Black, who has been on a roll, is going to be there. And Dimeback's going to be there. So you've got 19, 20, and 21. This is a huge, huge weekend for those three. If one of those guys can get that big, big result, you know, top three, top four, then they're sitting real pretty. Because you don't want to go to Canada Cup uh, needing a result because everyone's going to be needing a result there. So those are just a few of the things to watch for this weekend. Uh, it's going to be Saturday slash Friday night in the U.S. and Sunday slash Saturday night in the U.S. Uh, for all games. So be sure to check that out. I'll have a schedule out a little later uh, this week. All right. We are still, yeah, Efren has, uh, has mostly set up. He's in a lobby with John at this point. Um, this has been a match we've been waiting for for a long time. Let me uh, just get the internet on the uh, the hard line here. My friend's real worried about the extra couple frames of lag. We all know Street Fighter 4 is a perfect game with zero. It actually has negative input lag. That's what um, I heard. That's what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just check the, you just can win punish the, the other guy pressing the button. Like, before <laughs> it's even come out on the screen. John. And the best player always won in this game. John. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> did yeah. we or did we not play? At my house. Yeah, we did. And how yeah, did that did. go? How did that go? <laughs> oh, I got bodied. You beat uh, you beat my Goken with your T-Hawk, which is like one of Goken's few really good matchups. So you should be proud of yourself. I, I just questioned the phrasing, you beat my Goken. I don't know why. Oh, shit. You got to re-invite uh, yeah, that for now. Yeah, re-invite me. I blew it. Everyone's like literally his hands are shaking. Like this is a big deal. I I, I was telling my wife I was like, I, I, need, I, need you to, I need you to come to the office to the studio with the baby, and uh, if I'm losing, like interrupt and say, how are you not helping me with the baby? What are you doing playing well, games? You should have had her learn right Goken. Ah <laughs> uh, yeah, Kami, learn uh, Goken or my she's wife? She's gonna she's gonna learn Kami. She's gonna learn Kami. She's gonna learn Kami. It'd be impossible. So, you literally need a a PhD to play this game. So 
we we did ask the people how they think this is going to go. John, you are the favorite uh, among fifty-seven percent of our responders. Damn it, man, oh, that's pretty close. Wait, so it's fifty-seven forty-three. Yes. Interesting. Look at my super. Maybe it'll just be a tie, double KO. <laughs> By the way, this TV placement could be better. Oh, we. We're starting already? Yeah. We're starting with the excuses already? <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to use the Halloween costume. I'm going to save it. Let's go with um, my costume right here. This is, this I would tell you to way. addition select, but I think this is the best T-Hawk's ever been. So, like, it wouldn't even work. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is a first to three. Do you have a preference? Should we do training mode for the sake of yes. lead? Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right let's see what we we might... Here. Depend if it's a three zero, it'll probably be first. All oh, right. So Efren has a lot more PP and BP <laughs> than John does, and so that's a. It's not looking good off the bat. <laughs> Dude, we lost a lot of viewers, by the way. All right. Oh, how's the lag feel? It's it feels laggy. laggy. Oh yeah. no. Oh god. Okay, we're charging in his face with throwing up fireballs. Tiaka, taller character, more susceptible to those up fireballs. Ooh, Efren's looking lost. Okay, mash it out. All right, let's What's see what setup? happens here. Oh. Yeah, that is invincible in this version, I believe. So that's a true dragon punch. Everyone's gonna okay, faked oh. him out. Okay, okay, oh, that's, good. <laughs> okay, that's, that's good. gonna be a lot of damage, and that's an ultra two, not an ultra W. So that's gonna about even up the life totals. See. And the setup not punished. Plus, in his face, this is coming down to the wire. Oh, that's gonna combo. That's, that's gonna be it. Never mind. I know nothing about this game. Oh, oh my God. Fuck you, John. By the late jumping Tatsu. All right, give it a second. I wasn't sure if that was gonna work, but it did. God. All right, the double sweep. I like it from Efren. Efren did ask me before the show. He said, "How do I deal with Demon Flip?" And I told him to look in his heart. Jump. All right. Remember that in Street Fighter V, we can focus dash through fireballs and EX. Efren showing mastery of the matchup. <laughs> he is spinning to win. And that's a classic Efren maneuver is to miss the SPD and get jumping jab instead from trying to, to do the SPD too hard. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about in no, this case, it worked no, out for him. that was intentional. That was intentional. That just didn't work. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, well, Efren, all you got to do is land one more command grab. How's it going to happen? Uh, no, the DP loses to the jump in. I know Efren. If I know anything about Efren, he's looking really hard for Ultra right now. Oh, but he didn't get the one. Oh, okay, oh, with the EX gosh. on reversal. What a mashy bitch. I think two-frame startup <laughs> invincible. A mashy bitch. The a mashy, mashy bitch. bitch evens it up one-to-one. Okay, focus dash not coming. Oh, and the fight, jumping jab into the SPD. Oh my oh, god, the cross-up combo. Oh. Everyone catching him low. Oh. Another DP oh. lands. That was oh, vital. That would have It's laggy, it's laggy, I promise. Been, oh god. And everything is coming hey, down no, to no, this. No, that fine. that might go through. Oh, no, he landed dying. right beforehand. Everyone gonna really have to look for a random ultra at this point. Oh god. Jump in into sweep from half screen. Okay, no punish from John there. No punish from John again. What's Efren going to look for? What's he going to see? And it's the neutral oh, game it. counter into super. Beautiful. 
That's why. Are, do we have? Are we able to get any in-game audio? I'm working on it. Elon is working on the in-game audio. Elon is awesome. We put a lot on his shoulders, and he carries us. Does the winner have to stay with the same character? Or... <laughs> Seriously? I'll stick. I'll stick with it. No, I think the chat gets to vote on John's character at this point. No. Okay, well, the chat can vote amongst... And you can addition select, too. You can pick an addition. Honda, Evil Ryu, Goken. No, man. Stick with Goken, you cabron. Oh, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, DJ, all right. which version of DJ? Which version of Dan? Yeah, we'll Does it here, really guys. matter? Chess, which version of DJ? <laughs> <laughs> all right, the chats. We're going to play. Oh, we're just playing Goken. Okay. <laughs> I don't have links on. Uh, on I got. I, I got to right beat now. him if he's going to switch characters. So you might only see Goken tonight. Man, you do have a lot of PP. I'm telling you, John. Ooh, Ooh, wow, the Atlantis costume. <laughs> right in the he looks like the that SpongeBob character. Yeah. Uh, just Street Fighter V anti-air. It's not going to get the job done here, my friend. Oh, nice CP. Thanks, man. Oh. All right, oh. since we don't have audio, I'm just going to provide the <laughs> sound effects. Oh, God. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. That's funny. really tryharding at this point, zoning out <laughs> T-Hawk with fireballs. It'd be cool if he could play like a man. Pew, pew. What do you want me to do? I'm taking requests. Oh, God. <laughs> Sir, it's... Oh, it's too late. That was a... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Pick, pick a move, Efren. I'll beat you with it. Jumping jab. Oh. Oh. oh, nope, too late. Man, you talked so much shit about this for so long. Yo, come back to Austin, or I'll go to wherever you're at. Where are you at? Phoenix or some shit? Arizona, Tucson. Here comes an EX. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you EX Condor, and then I'm going to hit it. There, that one. But I'm, you're gonna EX. Right. Yeah, the, no, the forward one. I want to see. Um, <laughs> I want to see a cool combo off a back throw. There are no. Oh <laughs> wow! Messing around too much, and now Efren suddenly a round away from evening things up. Oh damn! Did you see that four hit jab combo though. That was a really good jab combo. Okay. Oh nice bait. And a good punish from Efren. I really like that. Oh, shit. My fucking PS4 is dying on me. Efren's PS4 is dying, so this has become a race to the finish at this point. How is your PS4 dying? I don't know what that means it's, for a PS4 yeah, to die. I don't die. know. It started screaming. It's kind of weird. It's just mad that it can't be there it can't have right, everybody there. Ultra's loaded. Remember to focus uh. through fireballs. You tried to react, but John got the anti-air gravity. I don't even know how you ended up getting jumping EX Condor dive, but you did. Oh, God. Uh, that's, that's too late. Okay, don't wake up and get unblockable. Oh, wait, that doesn't do that in this game. Okay, nice response. Dash up and do Ultra 2. You can't, you can't dash up and do Ultra 2. He's got to be in the air. 
Yeah, we'll just dash up and then make him be in the air. Scare him. Oh, my God. Oh. So the record, I'm trying to focus dash, and man, it's just it's not, it's not, it's not coming out. You can, always phone a, you can always phone a friend and let my T-Hawk get in there. <laughs> I this, is was, this is it. This is the last match here. I, I mean, was going to bet. Well, we, we've got like five minutes left before uh, Ultra Chen, so Ooh. this might be it. So I have to stick with Goken? Yes, cabron. No, you have to play El Fuerte Vanilla. Nope. Uh, I already picked Goken. Sorry. <laughs> That's such a lie. So, so this is a first to three, but sorry, this game you. is worth three points. Oh. <laughs> I agree. This is worth three points. So this is worth, and no, no qualifying that if Efren wins. If Efren wins this, he won fair and square. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to see how many standing roundhouses I can hit. No, I'm just sweeps. That's, that was what I was known for. They called me the janitor because I swept too much. <laughs> so this is like uh, the pickup ball game, right? Next point wins? Yeah, this is next point wins. All right. Very nice oh, combo nice. from Efren. Fakes the cross up, gets him in front. Double sweep unpunished. Okay, and a very nice punish on the high dive kick. One of Tiox's fastest moves, the SPD. The double sweep there. Oh, I thought he was going to do The Velociraptor special right there. <laughs> you spin me right round, baby, right round. Okay, right. another EX lands. We're getting closer and closer. And another empty oh. jump this time. That's not going to kill, but any hit will do it. And remember, we can chip kill in this game. Oh, no. This is not Street Fighter V. One Condor dive hitting properly will be no. it, but no! no. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God! He baits yeah. out John's Ultra One effort with the heads-up play. He knew that would happen. <laughs> of course. He actually course. was talking in the chat, and he told me beforehand in a PM, he said, no, don't tell Best of Five chat, but I've got tech. Oh, God. This game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Why would that even happen? Oh my god. Okay, oh my. and now a good punish on the counter. Effort in prime contention here to take this over John and beat his ass in this set. <laughs> oh, I thought it was out of range. It's alright. We're still even, Effort. Don't give up on yourself. That was a two hit combo. Okay, and another one. Effort with the wreath on the SPDs. Oh, He's and the meaty one. He could have comboed off of that. Okay, Efren, I'm still not sure why he picked Ultra 2. Okay, and that's exactly where Ultra 1 would have killed the guy, and instead Ultra 2 did nothing. Oh, God, he's tricking me. By the way, T-Hawk is cheap, just got gifted a sub. Oh, God, oh, God. All right, you're T-Hawk. You can still do this. That might whiff. Okay, that's going to be a big punish. Get the Oki here. I would have liked the light SPD. We're going to have to make things happen here. Oh! And with the low forward in the late hitting EX Condor dive into the DP, Efren wins the set. Three points to two game. points. <laughs> Thank you for watching we Best of Five. Minutes. It's a weekly FGC talk show presented by John Steve. <laughs> I thought you just cut to the fucking. Uh, wow. So anyway, like I said, um, John's really good at Goken. Bodied. Not enough. I got one. I got one. Are we doing one more? Is this the yeah, man? No, no, that's it. That's three to two. It's over. Two minutes. I can kill you in two minutes. Oh, you left. Okay. <laughs> Champion of the guys. universe. B stepped or said it. Um, there you go, guys. If <laughs> it wins Evo, it's on Hero.
That's it. Unsung hero. Uh, thank you very much for watching the show. Later tonight, actually immediately after us, you can watch Ultra Chen. That's starring David, Ultra David Graham, and James J.C. Hensor <laughs> Chen. I forgot his last name for a second. <laughs> They're going to be talking about FGC free agency, Street Fighter V costumes problematic. What's that about? I want to know. And notable event results. And in our chat, he said that he would give a, a slightly more uh, educated explanation on why it takes so long to translate court documents. That's riveting. I would like to know. Um, that's been the show. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Shouts to Die by Sword. Uh, for all the subs, <laughs> Brent Kavanaugh, Infiltration, <laughs> he, Punk. He basically joined the two-year club today. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's been the show. John, thank you very much for being gracious enough to uh, play me in a set. GG's, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go watch Ultra Shen. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.